The Seventh Day of Creation From Genesis Chapter 2 The heavens, the earth, and all their vast array were finished. On the seventh day, God finished his work which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because he rested in it from all his work of creation which he had done. Halloween the Sabbath from Exodus chapter 20 Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You shall labor six days and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. You shall not do any work in it, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your livestock, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. The Lord of the Sabbath From the twelfth chapter of the Gospel according to Matthew At that time Jesus went on the Sabbath day through the grain fields. His disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain and to eat them. But the Pharisees, when they saw it, said to him, Behold, your disciples do what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Haven't you read what David did when he was hungry, and those who were with him, how he entered into God's house and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priests? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath day the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? But I tell you that one greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what this means, that I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you wouldn't have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath.
for my soul is full of troubles, and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. O Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before thee. Thou hast laid me in the lowest pit, in darkness, in the deeps. Thy wrath lieth hard upon me, and thou hast afflicted me with all thy waves. Lord, I have called daily upon thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. For my soul is full of troubles, and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. The Old Testament lesson for the Great Sabbath is written in the sixth chapter of the book of the prophet Daniel, beginning at the first verse. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 local governors, who should be throughout the whole kingdom, and over them three presidents, of whom Daniel was one, that these local governors might give account to them, and that the king should suffer no loss. Then this Daniel was distinguished above the presidents and the local governors, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the presidents and the local governors sought to find occasion against Daniel as touching the kingdom. But they could find no occasion or fault, because he was faithful. There wasn't any error or fault found in him. Then these men said, We won't find any occasion against this Daniel, unless we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Then these presidents and local governors assembled together to the king, and said to him, King Darius, live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom, the deputies and the local governors, the counselors and the governors have consulted together to establish a royal statue and to make a strong decree that whoever asks a petition of any god or man for thirty days, except you, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing that it not be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Therefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. When Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house. Now his windows were open in his room toward Jerusalem. And he kneeled on his knees three times a day, and prayed, and gave thanks before his God, as he did before. Then these men assembled together and found Daniel making petition and supplication before his God. Then they came near and spoke before the king concerning the king's decree. Haven't you signed a decree that every man who makes a petition to any god or man within thirty days, except to you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered, This is true according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which does not alter. Then they answered and said before the king, That Daniel, who is of the children of the captivity of Judah, doesn't respect you, O king, nor the decree that you have signed, but makes his petition three times a day. Then the king, when he heard these words, was very displeased, and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored until the going down of the sun to rescue him. Then these men assembled together to the king and said to the king, Know, O king, that it is a law of the Medes and Persians that no decree nor statute which the king establishes may be changed. Then the king commanded 
and they brought Daniel, and cast him into the den of lions. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. The stone was brought and laid on the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet, and with the signet of his lords, that nothing may be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. No musical instruments were brought before him, and his sleep fled from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. When he came near to the den to Daniel, he cried with a troubled voice. The king spoke and said to Daniel, Daniel, the servant of the living God, is your God, whom you serve continually, able to deliver you from the lions? Then Daniel said to the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lions' mouths, and they have not hurt me, because as before him innocence was found in me, and also before you, O king, I have done no harm. Then the king was exceedingly glad, and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no kind of harm was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. The king commanded, and they brought those men who had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions mauled them, and broke all their bones in pieces, before they came to the bottom of the den. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Preserve me, O God. For in thee do I put my trust. In my soul thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my Lord, my goodness extendeth not to thee. But to the saints that are in the earth, and to the excellent, in whom is all my delight, their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips." The Lord is the portion of mine inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thy suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand are there pleasures for evermore. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. The epistle is written in the third chapter of the first epistle of St. Peter, beginning at the seventeenth verse. Brothers, for it is better, if it is God's will, that you suffer for doing well than for doing evil. Because Christ also suffered for sins once, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit in whom he also went and preached to the spirits in prison, who before were disobedient, 
when God waited patiently in the days of Noah, while the ship was being built. In it, few, that is, eight souls, were saved through water. This is a symbol of baptism, which now saves you. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven, angels and authorities and powers being made subject to him. Holy Gospel is according to St. Matthew, the 27th chapter. When evening had come, a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who himself was also Jesus' disciple, came. This man went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Then Pilate commanded the body to be given up. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had cut out in the rock. Then he rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed. Mary Magdalene was there, and the other Mary, sitting opposite the tomb. Now on the next day, which was the day after the preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees were gathered together to Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember what that deceiver said while he was still alive. After three days I will rise again. Command, therefore, that the tomb be made secure until the third day, lest perhaps his disciples come at night and steal him away and tell the people, He is risen from the dead, and the last deception will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard. Go, make it as secure as you can. So they went with the guard and made the tomb secure, sealing the stone.
The following are for your devotions and meditations on this holy Saturday. From Ephesians chapter 4, Paul writes, Therefore it says, When he ascended on high, he led a host of captives, and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower regions, the earth? He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. From Cyril of Alexandria, quoted in the Book of Concord under the Catalog of Testimonies, he writes, The soul, having obtained union with the word, descended into hell, but using its divine power and efficacy, it said to the ones in bondage, Go forth, from Martin Luther, in his Torgau sermon referenced in the Formula of Concord. Luther says, Our Lord Jesus Christ did descend into hell, battered hell open, overcame the devil, and delivered those who were held captive by the devil. And again, Christ has crushed hell, opened up heaven, bound and taken captive the devil, and delivered the prisoners. In another Easter sermon, Luther writes, Our Lord Jesus Christ descended into hell, broke it to pieces, overcame the devil, and redeemed those who were held prisoner by him. The following is an ancient sermon from an unknown author about our Lord's descent and harrowing of hell. This is for your devotion and meditation on this great Sabbath. What is happening? Today there is a great silence over the earth, a great silence and stillness, a great silence because the king sleeps. The earth was in terror and was still because God slept in the flesh and raised up those who were sleeping from the ages. God has died in the flesh and the underworld has trembled. Truly, he goes to seek out our first parent like a lost sheep. He wishes to visit those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. He goes to free the prisoner Adam and his fellow prisoner Eve from the pains, he who is God and Adam's son. The Lord goes in to them holding his victorious weapon, the cross. When Adam, the first created man, sees him, he strikes his breast in terror and calls out to all, My Lord be with you! And Christ in reply says to Adam, And with your spirit. Then grasping his hand, he raises him up, saying, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give you light. I am your God, who for your sake became your Son who for you and your descendants now speak and command with authority. To those in prison, come forth, and to those in darkness, have light, and to those who sleep, rise. I command you, awake, sleeper. I have not made you to be held a prisoner in the underworld. Arise from the dead. I am the life of the dead. Arise, O man, work of my hands. Arise, you who were fashioned in my image. Rise, let us go hence. For you and me and I in you, together we are one undivided person. 
For you, I, your God, became your son. For you, I, the master, took on your form, that of a slave. For you, I, who am above the heavens, came on earth and under the earth. For you, man, I became as a man without help, free among the dead. For you, who left a garden, I was handed over to Jews from a garden and crucified in a garden. Look at the spittle on my face, which I received because of you, in order to restore you to that first divine in-breathing at creation. See the blows on my cheeks, which I accepted in order to refashion your distorted form to my own image. See the scourging of my back, which I accepted in order to disperse the load of your sins, which was laid upon your back. See my hands nailed to the tree for a good purpose, for you, who stretched out your hand to the tree for an evil one. I slept on the cross, and a sword pierced my side, for you, who slept in paradise, and brought forth Eve from your side. My side healed the pain of your side. My sleep will release you from your sleep in Hades. My sword has checked the sword, which was turned against you. But arise, let us go hence. The enemy brought you out of the land of paradise. I will reinstate you, no longer in paradise, but on the throne of heaven. I denied you the tree of life, which was a figure, but now I myself am united to you, I who am life. I posted the cherubim to guard you as they would slaves. Now I make the cherubim worship you as they would God. The cherubim throne has been prepared. The bearers are ready and waiting. The bridal chamber is in order. The food is provided. The everlasting houses and rooms are in readiness. The treasures of good things have been opened. The kingdom of heaven has been prepared for you before the ages. Here ends our devotional. O God, creator of heaven and earth, grant that as the crucified body of your dear Son was laid in the tomb and rested on this holy Sabbath, so we may await with him the coming of the third day and rise with him to newness of life, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.